0: This week on Sidetracked, we do the news, the birthdays and the obituaries, host Tony Hewitt as our guest to preview the 2016 TTPA pulling season, and then we get into mini rants on Light Unlimited's Division 5 Not and how do you sell a pull, and I top it off by dumping a drink in my lap. Stay tuned.
1: half radio plaza at life media studios sidetracked with armstead and poosh brought to you by the second baptist bar and grill your exorcism specialist
2: and we're back for another exciting episode of sidetracked with armstead and Posh thank you mark osborne for that awesome intro as always god i love that song my name's armstead
0: my name is posh
2: and we got Meyer here somewhere as always. And wait, we got nobody else. This is like the first week in like what three, four weeks. We haven't had anybody in studio with us. It's been a few, but we got a call in tonight and it's gonna It's going to be a great interview as always. Anything new coming up this week? I mean, we got, wait, wait, got a f- fired off, fire off the news thing. Yes. I love listening to that. It's just becoming
3: a little bit boring.
0: <laughs> I think what our sound engineer is trying to say that we've become a little bit formulaic and maybe we should change it. Right,
2: so next week we'll do a standing on our heads. <laughs> you realize how hey. fat I am and how bad that's going to be me standing on my head? Hey, we're not boring. It makes an interesting point. Here's another. Shut up! <laughs> we're, we're not boring we're predictable <laughs> <laughs> oh god so
0: yeah where can you find the sidetrack productions crew this week well last
2: week you could find us in ontario last week you could eh? Eh? and you know what before we get into this week's schedule i gotta give give an awesome shout out to the guys of the kent essex garden tractor <laughs> bowling club uh in tilbury ontario Halfway between, between between easy for me to say. Halfway between uh Windsor and Chatham. Just an awesome time out there. The brand new uh spot for them. They guess they kind of got shooed out of the old uh Steam Show fairgrounds they used to do their show at. So the Benoit family stepped up and uh on their own farm, put in a track. They got a they put, made bleachers, they made an announcer stand, they uh, made a little snack hut, it, they got a giant old spool for a table that makes... I is saw actually, that in the pictures. And it's it's at perfect leaning height. I mean, that is probably one of the most perfect bar tables I've ever been on, just because of uh, how easy it is, to, you know, it's at the perfect height, we are actually figuring out ways to fig- fit a keg in, the middle... <laughs>
0: very
3: put a tap
2: detail. in the center you know so that way we didn't have to move to go get drinks and no it was really good time out there great group of people very welcoming um i really really enjoyed myself for a small pull and kind of got some reactions via facebook that took me aback and anybody who's listening Charles and I were not celebrities. We're nothing big. We are just an average Joe who likes bowling. No, you and suck. Like talking about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Charles is all famous, but then again, yeah, right. You don't know how hard it is to get size sixteen double XL uh, headphones to fit his head in, anyways. So <laughs> that's why I cut my hair this morning make some extra room in there. And they still were snug. We had to pull out the Vaseline jar to slide them on. So,
0: well,
2: get them ready for Carl next week. He's going to need the shims. So, yeah, by the way, Carl, if you're listening, uh, I haven't texted you yet, but you're on next week. So, uh, have fun with that. So, <laughs>
3: Carl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Carl. So, uh, what do we got going on this weekend? I think it's a quiet weekend, isn't it? Uh, fairly basic. Uh, well,
0: you and I are in action on Friday evening at the thumb tractor pulling association season opener in Peck, Michigan, uh, test and tune session at three o'clock and the poll starts at six 30, uh, six
2: or seven classes are on, on the schedule. I believe it's almost normally it's always been historically almost a full class load.
0: Yeah. It's almost everything. I think there's a couple not on there, but, uh, it's, it's a usually good night and, uh, a fun night. You never know for that test session. Who's going to show up. Uh, we've had some, We've had the we've Fosters had some NTPA Grand National stuff come off yeah. a trailer just to to make a laugh. We've lap had
2: two wheel drives, we've had yeah. four wheel drives. It's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Kind of makes its appearance just for a local test hook. And let's face it, where can you go take a super mod two wheel drive and go test for 10 bucks?
0: That's about it,
2: you know? It's about
0: it. And then on Saturday, I don't know, are you, are you still attending the uh
2: mini pole on yes i am it's is that and michigan mini pullers? i believe it is min michigan minis um nick meyer our uh sound engineer and i will be up there i believe you're headed to ohio maybe um it's pretty oh my god gonna...
0: yeah i've got a unfortunately i have to work and i don't get out till five and it's it's a that's a hike it's a three and a half hour drive down there I, my intention was to go down and cover uh ntpa fremont ohio uh, get some pictures and storylines, whatever I could, but I don't think I'm going to make it, unfortunately.
2: Well, that's fine. We got plenty more material where that comes from because Sunday, 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 I believe, Mr. Sound Engineer, you coming? I am. We're hopping the river. Uh-oh. We're going to Petrolia, Ontario. OVTPAs test and tune session out there at the Petrolia Fairgrounds. Actually, the first... Uh, pull i got to announce for southwestern ontario kind of a cool little venue uh right in the right in the heart of town um literally off a side street and just a little pine top style yeah very much like pine tops so we'll be over there uh watching the ontario vintage tractor pulling association which yeah there's a lot of old tractors but they run out they run a lot of hot farms out there too and uh should be a good time as always i mean hell you're going pulling on a You know, three days straight of pulling to start off the point season is always a fun time, to say the least. And then, actually, I think the following week we're pretty empty. So, as of right now, I don't have anything for the following week to give them a preemptive uh, planning for. (laughs) Yeah, I just did that. (laughs) So, Mr., uh posh is cut off he just spilled the budweiser all over the place in his lap so i guess i'm doing the show on my own now this is charles quits so uh we are taking applications now sidetracked with armstead and posh on facebook and uh, (laughs) sidetrackpolling.com or the new website sidetrackproductions.com you can get a hold of us there now and God, you think somebody could h- h- handle their alcohol a little better, you know? I mean, you're the adult in the room, and that's... It's not sad. like we practice every week or anything. No kidding. I mean, 20, 22 weeks. 22 so there's weeks. There's a guy who dumped his drink in my lap one week. <laughs> it was. In that, for the record, is not me. I have, knock on wood, or Formica, or whatever this crap Particle is. Particle board. Particle board. Kind of so wood. Started as wood. <laughs> You know, I'm the only one who hasn't done this yet, so I'm going to make sure I hold on to my beers very closely. But I do that anyways. I cradle them. I love them. I hug them tight, you know, because they mean a lot to me. Everyone was made with love and passion. And then you rip their heads
1: off and drink their
2: contents.
3: Eh,
2: You know, it's... It's a cannibalistic ritual, you know? So anyway, I was trying to uh,
0: show you on my phone with a calendar. Are you going to Paris for Southwestern Ontario? <laughs>
2: am I going to Paris? Before my charger decided to rip the freaking beer off the table? Oh, let me see here. Oh, let me pull up the uh, schedule and see what I've got going on. Yes, I've actually had to start living. No, I am not going to be in Paris. I am actually going to be going to uh, Saturday night, June 11th. I am headed to, oh, Oakley, Michigan is the town just north of Owasso. And I am going to the Mid-Michigan Old Gas Tractor Association's charity truck pull. First time they've done that, they got a young man. I will get the flyer up on the Facebook page. Yeah, you'll uh, take a flyer, all right. Wow, this is talking about a sick kid who's like really bad in health and you just want to crack jokes. What a dickhead move. <laughs> you are you got a new beer, you want me to open that for you? Are you gonna be okay or you're all screwed up right now. You don't even know where to hey Nick, you might as well fire his uh his uh thing now. I mean, this is about the best time we're gonna get.
1: Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick.
2: Closers are going to get it. Turtled, that shit's cold.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you'll have that on the big jobs. Everybody take a drink.
0: <sighs> Portions of tonight's show are pre-recorded <laughs> and not suitable for all audiences. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that reminds me, Nick, uh, like at the seven-something mark we got to fix. Mr. Proper had another slip-up again. This is getting better and better. This is going to be a short news segment, and this guy's just getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, come on. (laughs) Oh, God. If this was sidetracked
0: after dark, I had all kinds of comebacks for that, but I can't say them. (laughs)
1: stop whining
2: (laughs) oh this keeps getting better better but no i will be in uh oakley michigan for a truck pull so uh no that's a worthwhile event
0: that what they're doing definitely
2: want to make sure they get some coverage there for that one yeah um I've had a few people ask me. Good guys, they're a cool club too up there. What they do? I have never been to any Michigan
0: stuff. I haven't either, but you know, guilty by association, I suppose. If you know, you hear the stories. We got some friends of ours who who have a lot of pretty heavy involvement. And actually, their their big pull every year is the same weekend as
2: Armada, so we don't. And know, Bowling but, Green, it, and it's Bowling killer. Green. Is you hear stories about how you got to get to Oakley and go see their uh, show, and unfortunately, good it's good guys, good group. Yeah, it's an amazing show, but it's do you not go to Bowling Green or do you not go to Armada? It's it's hard. It's a really hard choice. It just isn't fair.
0: Damn it. Really active in the antique pulling arena. They have their version of uh, V8 Hot Rods, which is actually their V8 Hot Rods is kind of like what Thumbs were 10 years ago. Yeah, just, you know, they've they've really kept the lid on their rule book to what what the class used to be.
2: Quite honestly, and uh, good, you know, good for them. It's it, it works. And then actually, uh, the Sunday the twelfth, I will be in Brown City, Mid Michigan Minis are doing a poll there, and it's close enough. And why not go see Amish buggies parked at the local supermarket, hardware store, <laughs> pharmacy, and subway? And I wish I was joking about that, but that is literally what is in Ben's Superstore. And no, they aren't a sponsor. Ooh, we should hit them up for a sponsorship, because, I mean, it'd fit right in. We're I mean, the resident everywhere. redneck could take right off. God dang, we got an airport the same way, you know? Go get your tires rotated, your oil change done, and hell, you can send the wife to go get the groceries and daycare for the kids. It's pretty damn good in there.
0: I'd like to say I could join you for that, but very early that morning, I will be pointing a car due south. Oh, you're driving down? Yeah. Yeah, just take our car. Oh, okay. Are you just pointing it south, or are you going with? No, I'm driving down, flying back. For those of you who don't know, um, my girlfriend, uh, Tanya, we've been together two years. Wife, She might as well be. Um, she got accepted in a position with the uh, U.S. Customs and, and Border Protection, has to go down to South Georgia <laughs> to the federal law enforcement training facility. She's going to be gone for four months, and uh, I'm not happy about it. She's not happy about it. She's going to miss the
2: basically the whole polling season. She's going to get to go to Peck and that's this it. This guy has been crying since this whole thing came about and it's getting worse i mean we actually have to buy the frilly umbrellas for his beers because he's getting too many tears in him and they were watering him down he couldn't even get a buzz <laughs> 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 one beer would last him the whole night <laughs> it, it was almost as bad as drop in his bud
0: light oh dear god yes what you guys don't know is that the alcohol comes in and then when it comes back out as tears it's actually distilled oh, to a higher proof so
2: <laughs> trust me my liver knows better and my liver knows alcohol <laughs> good job buddy i appreciate you every day and i'm sorry when i drink water i know it scares you <laughs> uh-huh. so no i've got a full weekend of pulling a uh, following weekend too so it's going to be a busy schedule set up and uh i know uh three weeks out right now canada for the whole weekend so it'll be yeah my wife's gonna be a polling widow and she's admitted that so thank god thank you stephanie for being so understanding and putting up with uh everything we gotta do to make sure this four li- four or five listeners i think it's five now isn't it uh, wait, wait did... we're up to five Wait yeah. a I'm going to have to talk to the
0: Finance Committee. I don't know if we approve that budget. Right.
2: Uh, hope not. We can blame Evan Booms for that. He said he had us up to five. Thanks, Evan. Hey, he spotted you today. I, I heard, yeah. Our reoccurring guest audience uh, sent me a Snapchat picture of a certain Chevrolet truck with a new water pump. He goes, I spotted Nick. This is on 94 just before
1: 696. <laughs> 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 Only about a thousand cars in a one mile stretch. You know, what are the chances? <laughs> what
0: the hell are you doing down there?
1: Working, slumming.
2: Yep. Cocaine. He didn't even br- save any to share with us. How are we supposed to do hookers and blow us I, we need, we need, we need I was going to, get to get back say, back say to sorry, the blow. hooker did
0: the rest of it. <laughs> 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 get back to hookers and blow. That's been neglected that miniseries
2: is getting been neglected. No, we'll we'll be having that coming up shortly here. We just gotta get a hold of our next guy, and I sure that won't be a problem. I'll buy him a bottle of rye and he'll be happy. And but I have a feeling that we'll have to wait till the after the Dungannon Super Bowl. Yeah, probably the way things are working. Just so. But anyways, anything else you have for the news? Yeah. Ooh.
0: Uh been a <laughs> excuse me busy weekend as the uh, national tours got their season started, both PPL in South Carolina and the NTPA in North Carolina. There was
2: some interesting stuff that wow. Well, some we'll surprises. Leave it at that there were some surprises to to see. Um, yeah, I mean, one team specifically.
0: Yeah, uh, the uh, the Boyd family is back in the pro stock business. Surprise, surprise. Mike Boyd was there with the Boyd and Son sponsored. Green streak at the NTPA pool in Benson, North Carolina. I think he had a, a, a fifth and an eighth, if I remember right. Uh, and
2: Saluda had the Saluda mods.
0: Had, had the mods. Where, where do you get an eighth?
2: And and why would you want an eighth? Uh, it's cheaper. We'll explain that to you off air. I mean, that might good. have been a dry county. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, Okay. I was confused for a minute.
2: But yeah, no. Uh, Yeah. Kind of a interesting story. There and they had
0: an interesting weekend. Uh The intention on Friday night, beautiful new facility that Earl Wells has turned the Galat now now renamed the Galat Motorsports Park into beautiful pulling facility, twin tracks, huge grandstands, asphalt parking, asphalt pits. Very that very nice. is awesome. But they w- really wanted to come in with a splash on on Friday night and have pull-offs. It's a super national. They can do that, and unfortunately, they ran up against noise ordinance issues they have a 1 1 a.m cutoff there so the no, limiteds didn't 11 a.m or it was 11 p.m okay so the limiteds did not get to run they had to put them off a day and i know there were some folks who were disappointed and kind of you know putting their tongue on their cheek and you know what the hell but you know what look what the guy has done and his contribution to the sport and, and you know give him a pass guys brand new event super national going right to the top and Trying, you know, to, trying to make something and, and enhance pulling in that part of the country. We're not a presence on the East Coast. For the NCAA. more I
2: see the get a load of this, the Glott pulling team, and what they've done for the sport, it is awesome. I mean, these guys have buku bucks, but they don't seem to. They love just, winning, don't get me wrong, but they don't They just racers. want the sport to grow. They want a home to go play yeah. in. And they even still play at the local level they still have the what is it XT190 the original glott that they pulled for years that they still compete with That's still so they still take take care of what's go- going on at home not to mention the two super open super stocks plus the funny car well they got five or i think they're up to six pro mods now yeah the pro mods
0: pro extreme and pro boost and you know just Huge involvement in motorsports
2: across the board. You know, I mean, the time and effort these guys put in, and I mean, I guess, well, I know this for a fact just because of personal relationships. Concrete mo- business is l- lucrative. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which, yeah, I'll fill you guys in. There is a uh, quite a disturbance in the forest around here on that, but doesn't really... Not to relevant the show, to the so. show,
0: but... Yeah, but that's good for It
2: them, is kind uh, of, because it relates to me and... Hopefully financial support for future endeavors. <laughs> well, there's, there's that, but... Shit, they're listening to this show. Uh, sorry about that. We've said too much already. We'll leave that alone.
0: But no, further stories coming out of that event. Uh, Ken Venny doubling up in the minis, getting two wins uh, on the Grand National season to start his year. Good for him. And uh, one other thing that I really... it's I'm not going to call this a rant, but it's a disappointment for me. I felt like when NTPA came out with a light unlimited class, they really had the opportunity to do something special, and it hasn't worked. No. Major props to the Deekmans on Saturday. They held the lead until the final tractor came. Keith Wason and the Super B got around him with the final hook in the class. But outside of the Rat Poison, it's Brad Corporal chassis with two Hemis. That's the
2: rest of the class. All of them. To me... Boring. It's not... An unlimited class is here's a weight, here's a tire size, have at it. I think the class is maybe a little too heavy. That's the first problem. They need to lighten it up a little bit. And Uncle Larry explained, well, we had a guy with three engines who was running away with it, so we cut it back to two. I, I understand that, Uncle Larry. I doubt you listen to the show. I hope you don't because I still want to have some sort of face when I finally get to meet you in person. You know, I mean, I really Well, yeah, this is me, so sorry about that. But, you know, when I hear the word unlimited, I go back to the days of the heavy heavy Unlimiteds or even the modern Unlimiteds where you had guys running four turbines, three turbines, you know, three Allisons, five V8 engines, six V8 engines. Mm -hmm. It depended on how much movable weight they wanted to have. Right. We'll strap another motor on. You know, Randy Petro did it. Every, Steve Klingenberg did like it. Everybody at some point. Had six engines. Yeah. You know, I mean,
0: Tim Engler. Did up until, I don't know. If, I don't think they're doing it this year, but Tramex no, did.
2: But, you know, that, that's an unlimited class. Here's your weight. Here's what you can do. Not, hey, any two motors you want. Yeah. We don't care what you do with the blower. Well... It's really still limiting the class quite a bit. Yeah, well, and clearly,
0: the, right now the current paradigm has settled on a particular combination. Again, outside of what the Deekmans are doing, in spite of it, and yeah, it's it's cookie cutter, just like the mod it's is. Two
2: Hemi's side by side at the front of the tractor. With a drop or with a, uh, Crossbox. a cross box the only one right the, up front the only with a shaft like, run on the back. The only one that's not it. like that is Ols, where they're still stair-stepped. That's it. You know, it's okay. You took it's, a regular mod, you cut sorry, two engines it's, off, and you it's called a, it good. It's a wild ride, and it's exciting to see who can hook it up. But in terms of variation across class, it, it's boring. It's boring. Just call it a light limited mod if that's what you want to do. Get rid of unlimited out of the name. Yeah. Because it's really not unlimited.
0: I'd like to see it be unlimited and go down to 5,500 pounds and just here can be X length, X width, X height, 5,500 pounds, 30.5 tires. Have fun,
2: boys. Let's see what you can do. Yep. Let's see how how many people are uh, innovators and hey, bibs, I think you might be listening. Go through some airplane catalogs, get out your industrial engines, find something. You know Bibbs would be able to do something for it. 30... He's played that game. He's been in that type of lightweight class. You know, I have fifty methanol injected steel chainsaw engines. I don't whatever something. Ooh. We're... Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go hit the shop. We we know Joe <laughs> Stock's got at least enough seven <laughs> ninety seven parts out there. We could do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can dream,
0: you know. It's it, well, it's the Can Am, it's the Can formula from the late '60s and early '70s, and and there was the the Huari's max maxit special, four snowmobile engines in one car, it four wheel drive. Oh, okay, <coughs> let's go pull in that way. You know, give me sixteen road taxes. Let's see what we can do. You know,
2: I've Something. always I've always looked at this. You look at what uh, what you know the guys around here with the the snowmobile engines on their minis and you'll see guys with two on them i i've always thought why don't we do an unlimited mini class 1500 pounds you can run a v8 or i can strap four freaking road you know four uh skidoo snowmobile engines four cylinder snowmobile engines on there and run it like a true mini mod yeah,
0: they're, well, the, the mini class in Europe again. I keep pointing the finger at them because really, when it comes to the frame rail they classes, figure, they, they got they got
2: Merlin's in the damn things. They have <coughs> some of the most and bizarre
0: a mini. mini ca- their minis. I think they're a little bit heavier than the U.S. minis, just a
2: smidge. I think they're like three hundred pounds heavier.
0: You'll find V12s in there. You'll find all kinds of really weird blower combinations and. <sighs> I think there was one that was combination supercharged and turbocharged. Just, it boggles my mind stuff. to see
2: the guys with the Allison's and the Turbans on there because or not turbine, but uh, Merlin on there because those are long goddamn motors to begin with. Yeah, it takes up the entire chassis length. So this guy's literally sitting on what the last four headers on each side. Yeah, <laughs> and but they they've got something figured out that the U.S. has lost. There's a passion that they've gotten figured out on pulling that has been lost in the U.S. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if, and I can't even say it's commercialization because some guys are farther they're, ahead than they're us. They're ahead of us on that curve. They're they're ahead of us on commercialization, but they keep retaining the fan. Where did we get lost? Where did we lose it?
0: Well, actually, I think um, the boys when they were on with Jason last week, they, they talked about that a little bit. They turn it into a show when when you, they're an indoor poll when you go to Ahoy. The lights are down, there's spotlights on the polar, there's fireworks, there's, it's a show, it's entertainment, and uh, I honestly think, actually, for if we, if we do Announcers Week again next year, I want to get the guys who do the ETPC polls in Europe on this show, because I really think they bring something to the table. They are very passionate, very active, they're down track side, wireless mic, they're in everybody's face, and they're excited to be there. And um, here, and I suppose I could put myself in this category, we get a little bit methodical sometimes and and lose some of that passion. It, it goes away.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's... I, I'll, I'll admit, yeah, I don't bring that enthusiasm in. But then again, I. what makes it hard is what the fan has become accustomed to over here. I mean, if I come in with the enthusiasm of a Spaniard uh, soccer, football announcer, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, announcer, I'm going to have people looking at me like, yeah, don't just stay right where you're at. The wagon with the nice coat will be here in a few minutes yeah. to pick you up.
0: We And we did talk about that um, on the roundup to end announcers week a little bit, that the that, that audiences get trained to a certain style to an extent, and I think that's been the case here. And being as close as we are to the Motor City, there's that real hardcore, uh, tech-savvy, nuts-and-bolts element where it's not just uh, simple entertainment value. They want to actually, you know, get nitty-gritty of what's going on on the track. And so we've always tried to provide that, which is good for your hardcore motorsports fan. But I think for the casual fan, maybe it misses the step a little bit. And and it's it's the, the casual person, really, that we have to admit is the bulk of our... Our fandom, and that's we kind of do need to appeal to that a little bit without alienating, of course, the hardcore.
2: You know, one thing we haven't looked at is, or at least I haven't looked at, the distance between poles for ETPA.
0: The Europeans do that. Has I have I do know this they travel a lot farther than what we do, a lot farther.
2: well, they do, but let's face it, the same token, it's like traveling interstate there than it is it is here it is but that probably might have a little bit more to do with it is the fans only get one or two opportunities per country to see at the that, type of show at that level So yeah. you are pulling the bigger names and numbers i mean yeah, go down monroe michigan for their poll it's the only grand national poll we have left in michigan no two two that's right i own you i own you still, Ionia still. The free fair well, actually the they're free. free. F- We're forgetting about Hudsonville.
0: Oh. <laughs> Ooh, wow. you, I almost got him. I almost got him.
2: <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Still haven't slipped up. Scorecard is zero for Andrew and four hundred and thirty-three for Charles. Who gives a fudgesicle? <laughs> But yeah, I can't believe I forgot, I guess, because I've never made it to Hudsonville for that poll, and that's actually one on my bucket list, so a lot of bucket lists. <laughs> Mine's really long. I'm never going to die. You know what? Mine's actually getting whittled away pretty good. Uh, major ones I want to make, to yet that I haven't is Fort Recovery. I want to make it down to watch the end of the Enderly. And, Except that that's our, at our brand. You started, sorry, the start of the Enderly is at Fort Recovery. Um, I want to get down to Urbana but I almost made that one year but the year I went
0: I got as far as um Signet and it rained so I turned around and went
2: back home <laughs> uh, but before both of that, before Fork Recovery Toma is on my bucket yep. list and I want to make one of the Richland Center Poles and show Jason Schultz how delicious Budweiser is and how much better it is for you and how much more flavorful it is for you Than water <laughs> I mean Bud Light <laughs> Is
0: that what they call it?
2: Hey we graduated He's still in the amateur league yeah. So Get on my level son Hey anybody can drink a case of Bud Light And still drive home <laughs> Or not <laughs> I will...
0: The views expressed by the host Of this program are not necessarily The uh, views endorsed by
2: Sidetrack <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe we need to start playing a disclaimer before every uh, show. Cause probably be a good idea. This, this show's deteriorating quickly, and we haven't even got to the guest yet. We haven't yet. Even got to the guest, and I'm not done. Oh, well,
0: really? Something we missed actually last week.
2: Oh, well, well, what was that?
0: N A T P A. Princeton. That, but oh, five yeah. plus. I loved. What Bob the Berg did, really trying to solicit a response on Division 5, we talked about it in an interview with him. And you we pullers really pushed are a it.
2: bunch of idiots.
0: But I feel like the board dropped the ball big time by... Uh, it came out of Mason that there was going to be this 5-plus And then uh, about a week and a half ago, it was announced that, no, the board reversed their decision. There is not going to be a board-endorsed Division 5-plus class like Division 2 top Because people
2: started whining.
0: And I feel like that, hey, look, all credit where credit is due with Bob and what he tried to do and, and anybody else who anonymously was involved in trying to push that agenda and make something happen. I feel like the board of the NATPA made a mistake here, and I feel like they're in the wrong. But... It puts the ball in the corners of promoters of NETPA events, and that includes us with the Great Lakes Classic. is not going to have anything to do with 5+. It doesn't mean we can't.
2: Yeah, I I honestly think it's a class that needs to be explored. Um, Like we said before, it's what Division 5 should have happened to.
0: I think there's room. I think there's room for it. And I'm sorry. It.
2: They they kind of gave the death nail to Division 5, where it's going to be stagnant for another three years because nobody wanted to open their mouth. Nobody wanted to voice an opinion.
0: It's going to take a year because people have bad taste in their mouth. Then when they do come back around... And get something passed, you got to wait a year because that's the way things work yep. with an Which I'm not taking issue with that. That's the way their charter and bylaws says it has
2: to be. But yeah, you're looking at three yeah. years now to change something. So that's all I got to say about that. Unless you want to go on more, because I'm just thoroughly disgusted by that.
0: No, I'm just uh,
2: that's it. I wanted to express my disappointment. No, no, we do bring the news. We always will. Yep. As matter how distasteful, we will edit out some things that are suicide but you know I mean we're we're business people at the end of the day we're not you know we're not not stupid
0: well no we're not we're crazy but we're not stupid and there is
2: a difference we're not completely stupid there's a difference okay maybe I'm completely stupid (laughs) what's the difference well I'm married so uh, thank god you don't listen to the show so I can keep on with this part (laughs) Yours listens to the show, so you better shut your mouth, because she's going to be legally carrying a gun for her day job. Well, she legally carries a gun already, anyway. Yeah, but she doesn't have the federal government backing her yet. Or I guess she does. She is kind of started some. She's stuff already. She,
0: she's already been sworn at, not sworn in. That's that's. What oh, she's she sworn at. She's okay. been sworn at.
2: Oh hell, I could have done that for her and saved her a bunch of. <laughs> Bunch of headaches, but you can, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, I can. You should have seen the comment I made on one of her sister's posts today. Told her to get back in the kitchen. So, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> well, she was on Facebook and running her mouth about not having to make sandwiches and to sandwiches. Sh- told her, I go, "What the hell are you doing on the internet? You're supposed to be in the kitchen." <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, this show's deteriorated quickly. You set yourself up for some ginger rage. That's all I'm telling you. (laughs) That's the understatement of the year. So, so, so. Anything else for the news?
0: Uh, Outside of our usual uh, obits and birthdays? No. Obits?
2: None. Good. uh, Let's see. Birthdays? We got a few, but uh, as always, serious note if somebody passed away who's been involved with your club or you know has been involved with the sport of truck and tractor pulling um they deserve their uh time in the spotlight so get a hold of us ap at sidetrackpulling.com sidetracked with armstead and poche on facebook we're back up to 100 percent under three minute rating on our messaging so that's what, That's what like. happens when we start actually participating again. <laughs> no, what it is is when we end a conversation with somebody and we don't reply back to say, you know, because the conversation's oh. done. They knock your points there and it's like, no, you guys don't realize the conversation was done. We don't have to have the last word every time. So go, go figure. Thank you,
0: Facebook Analytics.
2: Yeah, no kidding. But uh, get a hold of us. Shoot us a message. You just don't tell care. Us. No, we do care about this, but we don't care about no, we do care about Facebook. so but, We care uh, about responding to people
0: who interact with us, of course, but whether or not it shows up in the proper way on an analytic.
2: Yeah, but no, get a hold of us. Give us a short story about them, explain their involvement, and uh, we want to make sure they get highlighted. So get at us, let us know. And now we're on to birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. Now, I pull up my birthday page on Facebook, and it says, help let Nick Meyer celebrate his birthday. If you're getting together on June 28th, because we're going to wish you happy birthday anyways. So. invite yeah, My, my friends birthday's by, not really much of a secret. Invite friends by making an event. Facebook is telling me i got to throw a goddamn oh, party for your we're ass. We're going to make an event if it all right.
0: You have no
3: idea. Oh, dear Lord.
2: Remember that guy you met at that bar where they talked a little funny and danced with other guys? Yeah. Who should call him
0: you ever heard charlie daniels on easy rider the 1984 version
2: probably not okay (laughs) homework assignment yeah and that just went out of his head in three two one wait what what, went out of my head
0: (laughs) there's fellers dancing there's fellers kissing pass
3: oh god
0: Oh, he passed all right. on look at this follow the storyline. He also
2: rearranged some people's faces, too. So, first birthday I have coming up. Do uh, you have any for uh, today? No. No. I got two for Friday. What do you have? One. One? Bet you have the same one as you. Yeah, probably. Go figure. First one I have. Resident of Bothwell, Ontario. Street mod diesel puller, Nick Kulak. He's turning 25. Happy birthday, Nick. That's the gentleman who came uh, across the bridge to come pull in Smith's Creek with us at uh, post 525. See, I'm get, I've am i got that down pat now. You better. God, I better. I'm you gonna... only screwed that up once, so. <laughs> Thank God. And uh, who
0: do you have for Friday? I have West Michigan Light Limited Superstock pilot, Mr. Kyle
2: Velker. I got the same guy. He's turning 22. Wow, I feel old. I'm just pissed at 22. He's got his own light-limited super stock he pulls with his brother, and I'm still going, looking at my 6-fire, I'm going, ah, I still can't afford that damn engine for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate both of you. <laughs> oh, you don't have to be like that. But I'm going to be, because that's going to move him in today. And let's see Saturday I have nobody no Sunday I have one I do want to make sure we give recognition to
0: as do I I guarantee it same same person
2: and this is a lady I have not met yet in person um might have heard amazing lady, but uh very much so uh lady who was married to a gentleman who was very near and dear to the sidetrack show yes i know nick can agree with this as charles and i do but uh, ms lisa griggs uh wife of the late johnny griggs i know nick you love johnny just yeah johnny was an awesome guy I, I i didn't get to know him for very long but uh i'm glad i knew him for when i did yeah he uh like you said you're new to the sport you don't know anybody but johnny was always there to say hi and uh Happy birthday to you, Lisa. I know it's probably going to be a rough day, but I know you got good friends and family to be there with you, hon. And uh, let just hope, you know, Sidetracked is there for you. And uh, bless you, hon.
0: Yeah, hell, hell of a good woman. She and and Debbie Heberling served. When I first got in with TTPA, they were co-secretaries, I guess you could say, and kept things going very, very smoothly. And a lot of nights, uh, the two of them would be up in the booth with me while I announced um, keeping the paperwork flowing, and uh, I really, really appreciated that. And I, beyond that, I appreciate the friendship that uh, Lisa and Johnny extended to me. Um, you know, just a, a young, young kid coming in the sport didn't didn't know really that many people and, and really hadn't earned his stripes yet. And and they uh, they looked out for me quite honestly, and um, I appreciate that very much.
2: So, anybody on Monday?
0: Yes, uh, tangential to the sport of pulling, uh, the guy who's the PR man behind the Rat Poison Modified Pulling Team, and I think he's got some other involvement with some other pulling teams as well, but uh, he definitely makes sure that the the Trelleborg tire message gets out for the Rat Poison Team, and he's got his own, actually it's very interesting business to mar- his business in addition to farming is uh, motorsports marketing and promotions, so I want to say happy birthday to Dusty
2: Price. Oh, happy birthday Dusty. I got one for Monday. And uh, I do not believe this young gentleman stepped into the seat yet, but a name, been tied to Michigan pulling for a little bit, Nick Borenson, turning 16. Ah, okay, yeah. Somehow found me on Facebook, and I didn't know I qualified as Borenson level yet. I mean... (laughs) They could buy me without even thinking about it as far as money. (laughs) These guys got a lot of money to deal with. But, uh, no, uh, happy birthday to Nick's 16th birthday. Get your driver's license, and don't worry, buddy, within five years it all turns downhill from there because you turn 21 and there ain't much to look forward to until you hit 60. Well, let's see, you being 16 now, it'll probably be 84 before you can get Social Security, so... (laughs) <laughs> that comment i made a little bit about ago about being old yeah shut up <laughs> oh tuesday who do you have for tuesday got a handful of people for tuesday let's see oh boy do we ever uh first one i know you probably have the same one mr kenny Colmeyer. yep turning 65 oliver mann the only good green tractor they made, so and you know what? Probably one of the best sounding six cylinders going down the track. And I won't, I'm a red six cylinder guy,
0: yeah. Oliver's have a distinct timbre to their exhaust note,
2: they just sound smooth no matter what cubic like inch they're silk. at. Just it's like silk, it's amazing. You can understand why somebody'd like to be in the field with them tractors oh. all day long, yeah. Just the problem I could find is I'd probably fall asleep. Because <laughs> they're just that damn smooth. They really are. They so, really are. I, don't uh, know what, I don't know what it is. Happy birthday, Kenny. And, uh... gentleman I've been pulling with for a long time, and I didn't realize he was that much younger than you, because he sure as hell does not act like it. Just a straight-up guy. And uh, the guy who gave you some bad news. Yeah, he's my tech now, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Nick Sweet... 25 years
0: old, uh, pulls with us in the TTPA 6 farm class. Pulled Eastern Michigan tractor, yep. pulls with
2: us for as long as I remember.
0: I understand that he's got uh, new rubber on the tractor for this year. Yes. That's as far as Stepped he Stepped up to 18,438s. That's that's what he's doing. Uh, he's very busy with his business, Sweets Diesel. Uh, he did some work on my 7.3 for me this past weekend. He's gonna, I guess he's going to be doing some more before
2: fall but uh no good you got it, the truck back or yeah it's in my driveway okay it's, um, in the, in the, it's nice how, why did you drive it today come on uh
0: you're
2: trying to save an injector
0: now he's they're, well they're firing they're just they're on their way out but i got some time yet lucas lucas treatment i was gonna ask him about doing that and side conversation but yeah that's
2: it'll it'll get by us some It'll make sure they last the fall, so...
0: I got some other things that he found for me that I didn't realize, too. I got... I knew I had three chips Is and, it
2: that um, logo on
0: the front? No. Nothing wrong there. Everything's good.
2: Really? Are you sure? 100%.
0: Yeah? Stand by it. Yeah, okay. No bailout money here.
2: Yeah? No? Yeah? No, he... Uh, Want me to tell you home,
0: too? You <laughs> won't have to. I'm good. No, I knew I had a couple chips in the paint, but uh, the... Uh, it's, a, it's an extended cab. The rear, right side rear quarter door starting to get cancer in the bottom of the door so i want that get addressed here this sooner rather than later welcome to to
2: michigan
0: yeah and if you don't get cancer your truck will yeah well i (laughs) kept that truck out of the salt for the last eight or nine years but yeah it's
2: it it really doesn't matter it seems just
0: yeah it finds it anyway it's natural but it's it's at the point where it's cosmetic so i can save it so that's going to get done too
2: so awesome great job nick uh gotta good, love the guy. good young good you kid. know what He's got his head screwed Sweet down, right diesel stepping up yeah for our call out to the six farm guys sponsoring the first spot help sponsor for the johnny griggs later larry peterbaugh uh memorial fund for uh the six farm class and actually if i do the math we're sitting pretty we're sitting more and i'm thinking we might we'll talk but i'm thinking maybe two years for that so good deal but definitely thank you for stepping up for that. I've got another one, Mr. Tyler Rumanap. Yes. Local diesel truck puller. Uh, I don't know which truck he's on now. Every time it I turn around, he's selling another truck. Changes it like he changes his underwear. You know, you know thank once, God he doesn't every change three his wife like that. Wife like that, because I love Caitlin to death, and she's a sweetheart, and I don't know what she's doing slumming with him. So, But no, uh, happy birthday, Tyler. Great guy. Really, really great great guy he is turning 25 and i didn't realize he was that much younger than me either so (laughs) and it's not that much more but i mean it's you know grew up with a group of guys and you know nick tyler they've grown up right they're brought up right by their parents they don't act like the rest of the idiots their age so i appreciate that out of them so got one more for
0: tuesday um worth highlighting for the local connection and only because her husband doesn't have Facebook. So we'll, we'll definitely give it a shout out here. Uh, Jeff, Jeff rap is not on Facebook, but happy
2: birthday to Lisa rap on Tuesday. Oh, happy birthday. I still want to know if there's rumor that rumors going to end up being true.
0: At this point, I'm inclined to say no.
2: You never know though. Or we'll say
0: not yet.
2: Not yet. I think it's the proper one. And you know what? Let's, uh, that's it. I don't even have anything. Uh, the rest of week. not told we get to next week's next week. And I've got a few right off the get, and I've got one. I want to highlight. He's not a puller, but it's one I want to make sure I highlight. Cause you know what? I'll even go out this far now is a gentleman who's a Marine and, uh, got killed tragically on a motorcycle accident, uh, three years ago, three, four years ago. Now, Mr. Corey fields. So, uh, We'll get into that one a little more next week, but that one definitely hits home for me. So,
0: and actually, full disclosure, just at this juncture because it's only coming up right now, I want to mention this as well um, because I will not be here next week, and, no. and Carl Cross will be in the seat. So, um, I don't know if you have a couple of these guys, so I definitely want to give a shout out to them this week in advance. Uh, next Thursday, uh, the Sin Wagon Alcohol Superstock, nope. Heath Willnow out of Ohio. Um, he also, I believe, he's a he's a ag tech teacher. Um, with a school system down there. Heck of a good guy. Kind of does it all on his own and uh, runs on the o- OSTPA, Wolverine State, and regional circuits. So happy birthday to him. And uh, next Friday, also Jay Smith back. would will be 31 years old. So happy birthday to you too, as well. And that's all you got for
2: next week that I don't have. Probably we'll uh, compare and contrast. And you can always, proudly. you know what? You can always message him to me. So that yeah, way, I will. That way we got them. Yeah, he will be off. So, Carl, I know you'll be listening. I'll be getting a hold of you tomorrow more, or Thursday morning which is yeah we're gonna see sidetracked we uh there's a bunch I will I will send you notes so yeah, yeah we we've got our own Delorean slash TARDIS, so we time travel you know we talk like we're doing this on Wednesday but it, actually it's Thursday but we go back and talk and Wednesday anyways I I can't even follow I'm that. getting confused too so that's all we got for birthdays once again is it for the news? Why don't you tell them how to get a hold of us for the birthdays? Uh, I always do it. Message us at
0: sidetracked with Armstead and Poche via Facebook. Send us an email at AP at sidetrackpulling.com or find us individually on Facebook as well. Andrew Armstead or Charles Poche. Two O's in Poche. SCH on the back end. My German ancestors had a sense of humor.
2: (laughs) And you know what? New website name to get to find us on for all our episodes. got sidetrackpulling.com still but name of our business thanks to mr nick meyer with life media researching this because he's a nerd and finds all this stuff. he's he's our guy
1: that's what i do do.
2: he decided one day last week he goes i'm just gonna go look because we start our company sidetrack productions to handle the day-to-day operating costs for this it's the the show it's our announcing it's it's, our promotion of events everything it has there's a lot of tie-ins we do much more than just this so and we enjoy doing it but he decided he's gonna go online and look and see if the domain sidetrack productions it was available and he even said normally if it's got productions at the end you can't find it it's already been bought you've got to pay top dollar for it no, it was for sale and it was for sale cheap so he bought it instantly. So, sidetrackproductions.com is another way it links right to our current website. So, We got a YouTube page now too, right? Yeah, we do have a YouTube page. There's nothing on it currently, but we do
0: have one. What we'll to uh edit those shows and boost those back up.
2: Yep, so uh we'll uh you'll see lots of media coming at you. We're diving into the heart of polling season head first and you know, we don't want a personal life, so we're just going to forfeit all that and just go right into pulling, you know, I mean, not like I'm married and trying to raise a young kid or anything, you know, but so is life. Anything we got to do to give you the best on pulling in the state of Michigan or in Ontario or New York, kind of a little bit, maybe more to deal with that later. Ohio, we'll be getting them guys in that state down south, we're going to be going right in the heart of enemy territory. This is scary. Oh, you mean the suck Buckeyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: with that, who do we have on the show tonight? Tonight, our guest will be the president of Thumb Tractor Pulling Association and a competitor in the Superstock Truck Ranks, Mr. Tony Hewitt, the on-company time Chevrolet, to discuss our upcoming season and uh, lead us into our kickoff event
2: uh, season opener on Friday. Yep. So with that, we're going to take a break. This is Sidetracked on Bulling Radio Network. Life Media Tech is your
0: one-stop shop for multimedia. Photography, videography, live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring Sidetracked to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810 689 4151. That's Life Media, 810 689 4151. And we're back on Sidetracked with Armstead and Post here on the Pulling Radio Network. Joining us now on the other end of our lines is the president of the Thumb Tractor Pulling Association, Mr. Tony Hewitt. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Thanks for joining us here on Sidetracked and uh, putting up with our brand of lunacy.
1: <laughs> he's ah, going to have to deal with all summer long. That's what yeah. I was going to say. He's going to have
2: to deal with them for the
1: next 12 weeks. So just, <laughs> not no I'm surrounded by no, idiots. No stranger. No stranger to you two. No, <laughs>
0: I don't know if that is that good or bad. Well, yes.
1: We, we asked you to come back this year. <laughs>
2: buttons for punishment (laughs) so so let's start off right away i mean for one of the new things coming to us ttp this year i mean got some events we haven't been to in a while but one thing i want to dive right into is brand new class on the books for the 2016 season and it's not a class honestly how i thought it would develop and we've started kind of really pushing and had a couple tractors out campaigning for it last year and how it evolved, but we've got a combo class now of the light limited superstocks mixed in with a single engine mod. I mean, how how did that kind of develop out and what was the thought process for the board and you know, how that
1: how that um, class developed? Steve Steve Jennings has kind of spearheaded the the light limited superstock class in the in the thumb, the thumb tractor phone association and I would say between Steve and and Zach and Steve Kramer, and then Joe Madison was was pretty instrumental with combining the 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 single engine modified. We're gonna call it to run with that class. We sat down and you know what we come up with for for power numbers and tire sizes and everything was coming up you know just about fairly close. You know the the modified tractor is gonna be just a single big block period on, on gas with a carburetor, you know, or naturally aspirated, you know, period, just easy to police, you know, you don't have to cube check it. You, there's the tech inspection is basically safety equipment and, and count the number of engines. Um, and the, the The modified, the modified check is probably going to make from what we figured numbers talking with the board and some of the guys that are building these, the numbers on the modified tractor, horsepower-wise, it's probably going to be a little bit behind the light limited super, but they're allowed the tube chassis as the modified tractor combination. And it's a, it'll be a good place for interest for both classes to get up and going. Somebody can, you know, all of a sudden these old modified tractors that are sitting in the barn, if somebody wants to come pull one of them, they've got a place to hook it.
0: Yeah, it might might be a springboard to revive the the old mod that, you know, ten years ago was a very healthy class. It was doing well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was kind of sad to see that class go, you know, and it once again we can't promote a class that we don't have iron for. Right. And we basically the and I don't I'm not it it was their decision, but the guys that was pulling in that modified tractor class wanted to wanted to go pull two-wheel drive pickups and and that's the majority of them did the Dwayne bounds and ray shepherd and and dave Coglin, you know when them guys when them guys pulled the plug in the modified tractor and turned them turn them single engine mods into single engine two-wheel drive pickups we didn't have any modified tractors left
3: yeah
2: definitely makes it hard i mean what are we looking at have you heard any word on numbers what we're going to have roughly for the light limiteds and for the mods coming out i know Joe Madison's been talking for to me at least the past two years now about wanting to do a, uh, so to speak, Hemi under glass mod of the 392 base, and I know he's gone away from that with his uh, V8 uh, nostalgia hot rod. But uh, what what numbers are we looking at? I mean, what what's the feelers out there uh, looking like for the season?
1: On the on the modified tractor end of it, it's looking like. There's there's two for sure, but one of them I have no idea where it's at. I shouldn't say that. There's three for sure. One of them I have no idea where it's at, and the third one I just left his shop and he's looking at midsummer.
2: Cool, that, so, that's good to hear. <laughs>
1: um, you know that's on the modified tractor end of it. Uh, that's just what I've heard, and on the light limited super end of it, I the number five keeps coming up. Any, dis- any discussion we've
0: had—that sounds about for, what we figure. That's yeah. about that's about what we figure as well. Yeah,
1: I keep I keep hearing five. You know, about five is.
0: I could I, could be five you know, or eight depending on how many West Side guys travel. Yeah, I know and, I've heard
1: right, right. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Yeah, depending from, on how many. Whoop, I'm sorry.
2: I know I've heard a lot from Wayne Stein. He wants to get back pulling on this side of the state and get back more to his roots area, so to speak, where his family got started. So I know looking forward right. to seeing that come over and hopefully bringing the Rydells and, you know, Dean Lindemann, people like that over Belkers, here. Velkers will probably come, and there are some great people to have come play, great great young guys. I mean, I'm really excited to see this class take off, and it's kind of a neat way to do it because I know in my little poll and at Armada we've run an open class, and people just seem to flock to – a class there's two different styles tractors running heads up just because it's a kind of different type of competition they're used to seeing the sport trucker tractor pulling. whether it's just be a you know they're used to a full class of super stock pickups or you know 10 farm tractors run down class now you got two completely different means of doing the same thing going down the track running heads up and it's kind of a neat thing to see
1: right I I really get a, I really get a grin out of the, the light limited supers. I, I think they're an awesome class to watch and, you know, we've had, we've had some involvement with, with the light limited super end of it through helping, you know, or having the machine shop end of it, um, working on some of the parts for the New York doits, you know, so we've, we've got to see some of that firsthand as far as what goes on and how, how actually hard they're pushing them
2: they stretch stretch on little 470 and 370 cube motors to quite extreme that, limits and that's what boggles my mind on them
1: that that's actually my only concern with that class for the thumb tractor pull association is the amount of maintenance that's involved with them
2: my thoughts on that is actually the diesel guys are you know at least the red green ones are are going to have it fairly easy just cuz Parts are so common. Parts are common. They're going to be taking a base block of a 466 and running it. So they're really not punching that block that far out. And we've seen them factory blocks stretch to limits of 2, 3, 4,000 horsepower before they really start looking at having to go to a ton of billets. So I don't think the diesel guys are going to have the problems. I think it's going to be the alcohol guys having to make the mains and Rod bearings live with the uh, small motors that they didn't really produce much beyond the '60s and '70s. You know,
0: actually, I think there's an advantage there for the Agco guys because they can run the five nine Cummins. Yes,
2: absolutely.
1: Yep. yep. S- so we talked that, that the way that the way that that five nine Cummins is is worded in there. That's kind of a it's almost uh, depending on how you want to interpretate the
2: there's a very very loose reading on what tractors can get a 5.9 commons it's, a and lot it's of them. basically does it have a steering wheel and a hood on it <laughs> from what i've seen from other states you know getting down to gordyville and seeing it i mean just about every brand tractor's got a five nine Cummins <laughs> underneath <laughs> the hood. My, my
1: personal, my personal input on it is from what I can see, as long as it's not green with yellow wheels, it can <laughs> run a Cummins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come to think about it, I think that's the only brand I have not seen a five nine Cummins stuffed under the hood of yet. In some way, shape, matter, or form,
1: uh, I, right? I just the way the way I interpret the rules, I think that it's that's that's where the line is drawn. If it's green with yellow wheels, it's got to have a or it can't have a B model company in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so from there, we go to a class that's kind of died off a little bit. I mean, hot diesel. Are we going to see any sort of way, shape, or form? Or I know there was talk in the off season um, about. Uh, Joe and uh, yeah. Troy dropping down a class, but I mean, well, any word out of is two point five going to be where it's at this year?
1: Um, the last the last I heard was Troy. Troy wasn't coming down to two five, and Tony wanted to Tony wanted to hook some with the with the cheap hooker, and Wade was looking for some hooks with the black tie affair so we we potentially should have you know and they're not on the schedule I guess they're talking with our sled operator Jim Storm the other night and and he asked me about what I thought about that And, and I'm open to them guys coming wherever they want to come but the problem is they're not on the schedule so they're probably going to have to do it on their own on their own time and their own dime for the first year to get that class back on the books again
0: and that's always been the way of it you show us the iron we'll show you the class that's that's how every right. class and thumb has been
1: yup yep. i'm i'm definitely not opposed to running them anywhere that they want to run as long as the promoter will allow it and i don't see any reason why they wouldn't no but but like i like i said they're they're not on they're not on the contract so they're not they're, the price isn't figured in for a payback for them right it's 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 been a tough go it's been a tough go with that with that hot diesel class of the thumb trying to trying to make something happen with
2: it it's a hard class to make you know really build something i mean you're looking at trucks that are getting you know 50 60 plus thousand dollars i mean if they want to go to a true 3.0 truck you're up into low six digits easily i mean I get to see them with uh, OTTPA, with the co-sanctioned events with Southwestern Ontario, and there's some guys running over there that are 3 old hot diesel trucks that just makes Cheap Hooker look like a little toy out there and, and makes Joe look like a hot farmer or a hot stock truck, you know? So, I mean, it's a right. really expensive class to really build anything for, and unfortunately there's not a lot of competition to really encourage you to build something right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough class to, to try to, to step into. It's not it's not something your shade tree mechanic's going to do.
0: No, for sure. Not anymore. I mean, that, that was the back in the 2.8 days when that stuff was all so brand new, everybody would come out of the woodwork to get into it. And uh, really, there's only a couple guys left from even that.
1: right well yeah, f- I, don't, I don't know of any well, I shouldn't say any because Tony's still around for the 25 and the hot, but Nate's supposed to be back with the with the 25. you know there's a, a former 28 guy.
0: I hear oh. I hear rumblings about uh, probably not this year or next year, but three years out, there's going to be an old 2.8 guy probably coming back with something.
2: Guy who might a drove a blue and silver Dodge. Yeah, that guy. Uh,
1: <laughs> I've I've been hearing that. That nothing wrong with that at all.
2: The sad so, part is, is he's got as much in his side by side as what it cost him a
1: <laughs> damn two point five <laughs> diesel truck. <right> now. <laughs> I, was, I was just I was just gonna I was just gonna say he's got to park his side by side before he can. Because
2: I've heard numbers of what he's got in it. And, yeah, I could go to the lot right now and buy a very nice Chevy Malibu and pay cash for it with what he, I he's say, got in his
0: side-by-side. For what he had in the first one with accessories, I could have had two really bitching CJ5s.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, another class, I mean, Charles, I don't oh, you get questions, but I mean, the class that's taken off like wildfire. For thumb in the past three years and kind of been one of the fun, funner ones to watch just because of the, you know, real competitiveness that's coming out of it. Ten Farm, I mean, what are we looking at with them this year? I mean, rumor has it of some vehicles being sold to some new faces and uh, possibly some more coming in.
1: Uh, Honestly, I haven't heard nothing on the Ten Farm end of it.
0: Oh, they're being secretive. That's not good. I,
1: I just like I like I said, I haven't, you know, Pat Pat is at the meetings, and and I just haven't. We haven't heard anything as far as anything going on with. Well, with the ten with the ten farm class.
2: Well, I know of at least two that are sold right now, and one is very recent. And I have an unconfirmed name for it, but it was up for sale last year. And then, uh, well, Jared Penzines is sold. I don't know if uh, cash has been handed over yet, but the 48000 of the Miller time, I guess, crew is what you want to call them, goofballs from down Burrville, eh? But uh, that his is sold to a new young upcomer who uh, pulled last year with us in the six farms. So... And no, it's not me.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I, I You know better than I, me getting yeah. on a blue tractor. Come on.
1: <laughs> I actually just heard uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, that somebody bought a uh, light limited super from down your way. Really? I hadn't I heard, heard that one yet. I heard, uh, I heard Shoebridge's light limited super has been sold.
2: That's news to me. I know his I know the 1456, 1456 sold. has been sold.
0: Yeah, his 10 farm got sold for sure.
2: Yeah, his 10 farm's gone. I didn't even know the light limit it was up, considering I might have to make a phone call now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I might be one room ahead of you. That's just what i That's pretty bad. Yesterday. <laughs>
2: That's pretty bad because we make our uh, whole living now on rumors. So,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and boy, has there been I, some I good ones that. in the off I season. That. That's why I was I was a little bit cautious about putting that information out because I didn't know if you guys actually knew about it yet or oh, how no. many where's, were the, where's, to, where's the
2: breaking news uh, music bed? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do that for the news segment. We're gonna have to make a call and during the break and uh, make sure we. Uh, get the scoop on this one because i hadn't heard that one i did know do know and i do not know of the substantiated and let's face it on sidetracked we are known to drop names and call people out and we really don't care if it's completely true we'll just write off that we're brian williams and we'll get away with it <laughs> but uh from what i've been told uh neil card who i don't you probably don't know him tony but around here he's uh antique puller uh see him couple different events but he's got some beautifully restored ford tractors and he's right from that area but i guess he did buy the 1456 of ed shoebridge but that is i have not been able to confirm that yet so we'll, right now it's
0: we'll speculation. Know, we'll
2: know in four, less than 48 hours we'll have our answer possibly if he comes you never know but for what i've been well. told for the price tag on that one that guy better make sure he's at least an hour early to every pull so he doesn't miss <laughs> it. Because he paid a pretty penny for that tractor.
1: <laughs> okay, huh. that's bad. Yeah, I, I just uh, I just heard that yesterday afternoon that that Bridge's late limit super had been sold.
0: Huh. Very, very, yeah. very
1: curious. You you guys will be able to verify that.
0: Uh, we'll probably have the answer before we're done talking to you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already um, on it. Don't worry, is... Tony. <laughs> Thumbs are flying across phones in the studio right now. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to uh, a class near and dear to your heart, probably the, the class that's been, quite honestly, the most consistent since I got involved with uh, the association 10 years ago, Superstock Trucks. What's new for that class in, in the uncompanyed Time
1: Chevy? Uh, the on-company time Chevy is not a whole lot new for this year. Um, we, we spent all winter working on the, on the toter instead of the truck. But, um, hearing and good numbers, as far as trucks coming back, uh, Ty, i seen Ty Monday and he said, his will be back mid season oh, back together. The Gladwin trucks are back together. Um, uh karen karen's probably gonna miss the first couple hooks
0: that's been kind of normal uh, for them the last couple seasons
1: yeah tim's tim's putting in a pile of hours down in the city excavating and you gotta you gotta put your bread and butter ahead of your ahead of your hobby totally understandable you no
0: know? totally understandable
1: yeah yep, yeah. and getting parts is a nightmare by today's standards we're We're probably going to run. We're probably going to run the first couple hooks on the on the engine that finished the season last year. We're still waiting on pieces for the other engine. But actually, I shouldn't say that. We're not waiting on pieces. They're here.
0: Just waiting on minutes. They won't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. By the time the pieces got here, we run out of minutes. So, I rather than rush something back together, we'll just put the other engine back under the hood. It, It it's competitive, but it's it's not. It's not a first-place
2: engine. I don't know. I've seen that engine run. It's done you very well in years past.
3: (laughs) Much to the
2: angerment of uh, fellow competitors, that, that baby engine, as it's referred to, has done you more than well, especially when you looked at it last year and did the leak down on it. You
0: sandbagger,
1: you. Well, we that engine never ran after after the leak down. We pulled the heads and and did all new valves. We cut the seats and springs and keepers and you know the heads the heads were the whole issue on that engine and that's why I didn't I wouldn't put it in after we hurt the the big engine down in St Clair last summer. I I had it in my head that we wasn't going to run that thing until the heads came off and got fixed and I'm I'm really glad I stuck to that game plan because we probably wouldn't have it today if we would have.
2: No, that that motor's I think more than paid for itself for you, considering it's been your backup motor. Oh, oh for no, no, it's a pulling long? engine. They and never it's...
3: pay for
1: themselves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was speaking relative terms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some truth right there. Yeah, it's it's an engine purposely built for a pulling truck. It'll it'll never pay for itself. It's been as far as in the world of pulling engines go, it's been very economical, but it'll never it'll never never pay for itself but
0: they don't make money they're just cheaper
1: but, <laughs> but no we we spent the, the hauler's been all winter in the shop this year all the stuff that the that the wife's been wanting fixed for the last it's hard to believe that but 10 years and stuff that i've said i'm going to do to it for 10 years we finally got air right in the rear end and we got the wheelbase stretched out 46 inches and
2: you have air conditioning in it for in now cab
1: as far as power windows and air conditioning and Yep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe
2: maybe she'd be more willing to ride with you to more poles now versus saying i'll drive separate
1: <laughs> she don't she don't miss me she doesn't miss many before but yeah just be she'll probably be she'll probably be in the back sleeping now she won't be up front keeping me awake It'll <laughs> be, more, be more comfortable to ride in but
0: that's going to be the hardest part of kind
1: of kind of looking kind of looking forward to the season as a whole we've you know we've got there'll be some changes to the truck mid-season you know there'll be some changes to the truck after the first two poles we'll get the other engine back in it but we got some stuff on the on the plate to change out sometime mid-season and do some testing and trying and
2: and speaking of some changes i noticed uh some modifications to the aggravator again to uh help uh update that and keep things rolling smoothly with it. A new gooseneck for the for the
3: that's right.
1: Toy. Yeah toy. We we had uh we had TNR welding uh do the main construction on uh on a new gooseneck and then I put in the, the tie downs and the in the stands for the scraper and 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 did the wiring and plumbing on it. And yeah, we were actually I don't I don't have an exact weight on the new gooseneck but I'm gonna say guess I uh, rough guesstimate from moving around here in the shop. I'm gonna say it's somewhere's in the thirty five hundred pound range and the old gooseneck uh on the scales without the cylinder that was on it was fifty three hundred pounds and I I'm gonna say that cylinder was probably a thousand pounds in the reason why we're counting pounds as being critical on that is we was running that thing, like right at 79, nine on an 80,000 plate. Yeah. And we, we wasn't carrying enough weight to get the job done in a lot of places. And, and if you're familiar with trucking laws, the gooseneck didn't meet bridge law. Gotcha. I yeah. we didn't have enough distance in between the drives on the truck and the drives on the sled to carry the weight that we were actually carrying.
0: Yeah, that makes no. perfect sense. But it's also nice that we were totally. able to free up so that we can carry more weight in the sled because, let's face it, guys are going to work and finding horsepower
2: every winter. And that's the name of the game no. now with new sleds is, all right, <laughs> how can we lighten the sleds yeah, so that, we can get more weight?
1: yeah that old that old aggravator was built back in the late sixties early seventies, and you know you look at the horsepower advances from the late sixties early seventies to where they're at today and you know it it can it can only do so much excuse me at a, phone having a heart attack there but and that's
0: um, and that's actually something that maybe we're a little bit unique here in the thumb area too and that the sanctioning body actually owns its own sled this isn't contracted for it's part of the deal and um, it gives a real good consistency for the program and for the show every time we roll in someplace you know the sled operator operator is familiar with the classes very very familiar with it he's going to put on a good show and he's going to have sled settings that really work and the reliability has really really been there too
2: and not only that not only is it familiar but I've pulled many different sleds and there's only one other sled I compare to that sled for a whole shot and that's its brother the near pass sleds I mean you know both sleds have been excellent and let's face it we got probably the best sled operator in the I, region I think so in Oregon in this in the you know in the nation easily. You know that that makes for a hell of a combination, which makes it really easy to go to these competi- you know, these promoters and go. Listen, this is what you're gonna get. Yep. And it makes the show go so much easier. Thank you to Jim Storm for his expertise and his knowledge year after year. <laughs> yep. And the pullers really
3: there
0: trust him.
1: Go ahead.
2: No, I was gonna say the pullers really trust him too that
0: he's gonna make no, those calls. No, not true
2: on the light limited sale. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we got
1: our answer. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) But, uh, no, there was, uh, between what was going on with storm farms last year. And we was, we was, I was pretty worried that we was going to lose Jim as a sled operator for 2016. And, and I was, I was pretty happy to hear he was coming back. As are we. There's nobody, nobody I'd rather see sitting in the seat of that thing than him, you know, uh, not, not just because I'm personal friends with Jim, but he's he's very alert in there.
2: You know, I'll you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it, you know. <laughs> you know, Tony, I put on my poll out in Smith's Creek. I've referred to it many times on the show, too. And I had my option when I went looking for a sled to replace who I had. You know, I could have gone, hired Dan, Doug, near past great sleds, great guys, you know. But I went to ttpa and said hey can i rent your guys a sled because i didn't rent the sled for the sled don't be wrong, i love it it's a great sled i look it how many times a year i rented that sled for jim storm because i don't think i know anybody who enjoys going tractor pulling as much as that guy does and wants a good show and just genuinely enjoys it at the end of every night he might be dog tired but he gets out of that sled and he's got the biggest damn grid on his face, yeah. Because he just took a hundred rides down that track behind various types of horsepower, and it's just a thrill. And I've gotten riding there with him, and it is a thrill in that damn thing. It sure is. Different world.
1: It. It's a ride. We could probably <laughs> we could probably almost sell seats to that thing for certain classes, but it's it's a, it's a lot of fun, you know. And Jim Jim just. He sleeps and green sled operating and truck and tractor pulling and you know he's he's been he's been very instrumental with helping me and you know as far as some of the political decisions and and you know the guy's been around the club as long as the club's been around.
2: For sure. And you know, actually I just thought of something. Not very many clubs can say they have nationally certified sled operators. As far as actually sitting on the board, because don't you and uh, Jim have positions with? Um, I can't think of the actual sanctioning okay. body for NASOA. Yeah, NASOA. Right. N-A-O-S-A. Yep. Yeah. So that that's yep. a neat thing in itself. I didn't realize that till I started actually looking more into sleds, and not very many clubs can say that out there.
1: Right. Hey, I, to my knowledge, as far as big clubs, once you get away from the mini clubs, there's I don't know of any, you know, that own like a that's a class six or, yeah that's a class six lead. I don't know of any clubs that own a, a class six club that are actually their own club.
0: Yeah, I don't think you, there is. You follow
1: is. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. There might be one in North Carolina, but that's gonna be it. that's it that I can that comes to mind. But yeah, by and large, no, they don't.
3: Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that's a good thing.
1: A, a close a close friend of mine just sent me a text. Picture pitch over Memorial Day weekend, he was down in Ohio, watching a, watching a. Is he's got a five-year-old or four-year-old son that just lives truck and tractor pulling, and then he texted me a picture. They were down there at a truck and tractor pull. They seen a flyer and decided that yeah, they'll go there down there camping, and he sent me a picture. They were pulling the sled back with a tractor, and and he says. Who still does this? And I I replied back. I said, it happens a lot more than you think it does. and It makes you appreciate the Thumb tractor pull Association a lot more, don't it?
2: You know, you, I... You got that right. I spent a lot of time with a pullback sled. Charles, you did too at the same time. And, you know, there's a time and a place for him where it's still very, very effective for him. But God, we're spoiled <laughs> having our own oh, self-propelled sled that Lord, can we ever. take just about anything we throw at it. and still, Even though it's a class six, that thing still seems to go... I, I could take a little yep. bit more.
0: <laughs> yeah. What What was our string? I think yep. I figured I was something like ten thousand passes between major breakdowns. That's yeah, unparalleled record.
1: It It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. That a lot of that goes back to our sled operator and his, you know, his preventive maintenance program. You know, and that's. Another thing with having the same man on the same machine for that many that many years, you know, he knows he knows where it's going to break, you know, the the story used to be that, that the Holman brothers changed their axle shafts after X amount of runs because after that number they'd break the side. You know, and that it's kind of what that goes back to is he knows where it's going to break before it breaks.
0: Yep, man is man is definitely in tune with his machine. Well, let's uh let's uh, tell people where they can find the thumb tractor pulling Association the website is www.ttpa.us. the the schedules there it's been updated with classes for everything except I think the northern poles is covered in there um, rule books are there as well uh, you can stay tuned there for for news uh, there is a message board in there and they're on Facebook fans of thumb tractor pulling Association you can find them and then of course some you know us here at sidetracked uh, We'll you are going to keep you up to date. You're going to be living gonna,
2: and breathing this. You're going
0: to be living and breathing TTPA just as we do this summer. Uh, we start our season, well, this you'll be hearing this on Thursday, so tomorrow evening, um, Friday in Peck, Michigan. Uh, Peck's not that, if you've never been there, it's not that big of a town, so you really won't have any trouble finding it. If you just uh, head north next to the gas station, you'll find us. <laughs> and, uh, or just roll down your windows and listen for it. You'll, you'll, you'll know where we're at. Yeah. But uh, test sessions will start Mark. at 3 o'clock, and the poll starts at 7, I believe? 6.30.
1: 6.30, okay. Ah, uh, 6.30. The test and tune session starts at 3. The poll starts at
2: 6.30. Gotcha. And, I mean, we got some new polls I notice on the schedule here, and one that stands out for me, and it boggles my mind because I've worked in this area, is the Wayne County Fair. And for those who are listening from out of state and don't know, there's a little town just south of us called the Detroit, and that is in Wayne County. And if you look at a map of metropolitan Detroit, there is basically no farmland within Wayne County. (laughs) No, we're we're going, we're
0: going pulling within twelve miles of of the biggest city in our state. I think that's kind of cool. It's an it's an audience we don't typically get.
1: Right. I personally, I've never been down there. Um, I got the phone call to. To see if we was interested in doing that pull, they wanted us to inspect the facility, make sure it was pull compatible. Um, Steve and Mike Jennings actually went down and, and checked it out and, and decided it was more than more than compatible to do a truck and tractor pull there. Um, we've we've been there before, you know. It'd be right at the beginning of my career of, of, of truck and tractor pulling. The the Thumb Tractor Pulling Association used to do a sled rental down there. There was a four wheel drive pickup club that used to rent the sled and then they do you know they according to to jim they did you know hot gas trucks and lifted gas trucks and big tires and small tires and you know go down there and just pull pickups all day long
0: that's back in the days before anybody knew what a diesel pulling truck was yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's back in the days when you had the, the 6.9 Ford and the 6.2 Chevy. <laughs> Powerhouses, whoa! <laughs> you know, they they were both very economical engines, but you you wasn't going to go very far on a pulling track with
2: them. Damn, that takes out my 6.5 for pulling this year. Shoot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my 7.3 is definitely not going to be debuting on a pulling track because I got the uh, status report from my engineer yesterday. It's not good. Uh-oh! Need a couple. Uh-huh. Need a
2: couple injectors. Yeah, hell. <laughs> Pull two out, call it a Cummins. You're all set.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, new vehicles this year. I guess we're 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 looking at the numbers that I've heard and what I've seen on Facebook. The numbers for the two-five pickup classes are probably going to be better than they've ever been.
0: Yeah, that um, one seems a growing class.
1: Yeah, you know, I haven't really heard of anything being sold or bought, other than the rumor of Shoebridge's tractor. But apparently, that was just a rumor.
2: Yeah, well, one of them, just not that one. Uh, and got confirmation: Neil Card did buy the fourteen fifty six. So, gotta love technology. I can get quick, instant feedback, so we can keep everybody up to date on every rumor involved.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really <laughs> that. That's why I was kind of surprised you guys hadn't heard that yet. That, you know, and evidently there's a reason why you hadn't heard that yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Considering I've been talking quite a bit about light <laughs> limiteds with Ed lately, and I, I, especially with him putting a light limited schedule together, I think I would have heard that his tractor's going up. For right? Because <laughs> I would have gone to the bank and go, "Hey, I need a loan because I need a new cultivating tractor." And <laughs> Try passing it off that way.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we're uh-huh. going to see
0: actually maybe I won't say that it's bigger numbers, but I feel like going into the season in some classes like like Superfarm, you know, proposals are ready to go right off the bat. Uh, Gervins are going to be ready to go right off the bat. You know, I don't feel like we're going to be waiting until 4th of July to see anyone. Everybody be ready to go right from the beginning. Uh, sounds like in Diesel Pro Stock, we probably will see Rich Roseski back out a little bit this year. Lance Roseski's ready to go in Six Farm. I, I think his is back together and ready. So,
2: really, that's a new one for me. I so. think
0: it is. Uh, so there, we'll start seeing some of these guys come back, which is good. Good for numbers. Anything you got left to add before we let you go and tee well, off into our bef- summer?
2: Before we we also have to ask him about his heroes and legends. Uh, we we do. did forget to prep you on that. Forgot Tony. to prep you if you listen to the show which i hope you don't cuz god it's horrible i i really don't think we have the budget to pay for another person to listen to the show right now so <laughs> i mean if if you do we'll get a check to you just wait a couple weeks to cash it we got to get the least. announcing check in the, uh-huh. in the bank but uh, as we do on all our with all our guests um heroes and legends of the sport who kind of formed you know, your thoughts and childhood and you know, formed your growth in the sport and, you know, st- always stood out in your head as somebody that you looked up to?
1: I uh, probably have to be Tom Hartzell. I used to, when we used to go to the Spring National Poll in Emily City, used to just love listening to him.
2: Well, we got, we got that one. In Tom and announced,
1: to, announced the poll for Thumb Tractor Poll Association in Hastings last year, and he he's just as good as he ever was. You know, you you guys. I'm not taking nothing away from you guys, but uh, that goes back to the days when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years. Charles old. and so I are both 10, shaking 11, our head.
2: So. We understand. That we hope to reach that level someday, and it's oh, it's hard to replace that voice that yeah, we've all heard to, for if years. If I had to
1: pick, if I had to pick one out, it would uh, it would probably be probably be Tom Hart, so Nope. You no, know, and then he's the you best. Know, you can have more than net, one. Don't worry. <laughs> all the local guys of the thumb that you know the the older generation of the thumb you know they were they were they were all your heroes when you went to a local poll and you know it was somebody you could relate to putting a show on.
0: Yeah, makes perfect sense to us. Yep. Yeah, so so once again check them out www.ttpa.us you will find us in Pack Michigan for
2: the season opener on Friday. Weather report last I looks looks good. That's a good thing not only that um go on on facebook i hope everybody's on facebook that's listening. to this, but uh believe there is a facebook page for the on company time uh, there is super stock pickup uh check it out they post some really cool gopro videos your son cole i believe he's gonna get some drive time this year
1: yeah he's gonna get some drive time friday night in fact will be the first time ever that a non-hewitt will be driving the truck I've heard that, and I know what it
2: is, but I think we're going to wait to debut who exactly is kind of making a return to the TTPA in sorts, so we'll kind of
1: let that one... Dang a carrot, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what, we can can tease
0: that one just a little bit further, because there's going to be some other names, faces, and iron that you haven't seen in a while
2: showing up on Friday night.
3: Ooh...
2: So go to, I, I believe your Facebook page is uh, On Company Time, right? Right?
1: Yeah, On Company Time Pulling Team, I believe. So and get Cole on there. there and
2: up. Yep, Cole has that. I know they have t-shirts and that. So if you're in the area, make sure you get one of the pulls. Stop in, say hi to him. Beautiful yellow Chevy out there. And always, they're always willing to chat and say hi. So make sure if he's not running around with a headset on trying to keep the show <laughs> rolling. But no, just... Great family, great pulling team, and thank you for uh, coming on with us tonight on Sidetrack, Tony. We really appreciate it, and we will see you in, well, less than 48 hours now, so you are forewarned.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Looking forward to it.
2: All right, hang on the line for a second, Tony.
0: Um, you're listening to Sidetrack with Armstead and Poche here on the Polling Radio Network.
2: Have you ever been waiting in the staging lanes to pull and had that rumbling in your stomach? Find you parked too far from the port-a-johns in the pits. Going down the road and can't quite make it? Well, thanks to pedal to metal, it's no longer an issue. Our newest design for pullers from pedal to metal, the new porta stool slash pulling hitch combo, will be there for you. Made a 2 inch solid stock, easily the strongest, most, most sturdy porta stool on the market. Able to handle them huge behinds. Fully adjustable with over 18 inches of adjustment in half inch increments just by removing two pins makes hitch height changes quick and easy allowing you to change height for class or for the most comfort for personal use seat and hitches are available in whatever color you desire so you can customize to your vehicle just another way pedal of the metal is making pulling life easier all right and we're back with sidetracked with armstead and posh great interview i was ha- that was awesome yeah, th- special
0: thanks to Tony Hewitt for taking time out of his night tonight. I know he is busy. Um, you get to hear him
2: clanking around the yeah, wrenches in the background. He's definitely parts.
0: running parts for pullers, plus the business, too. Um, Hewitt's Machining is a huge, huge sponsor. Hewitt Grinding? T-T-T-A. Yeah, Machining and Grinding. They do all kinds of uh, precision mill work and grinding and, and welding and fab fab work, too. Um, not just for pullers, but all kinds of different industry and uh, I know he's busy in the shop, too. So it's a cool shop, actually. A cool place to no, visit. No, it really is. Um, you know, very, very old school. Uh, very go, inconspicuous shop. Inconspicuous. Just... The old, uh, it, it's old school uh, wood, um, wood brick paver. Well, they're, bri- they're not bricks, but it's a wood floor uh, shop in there. And there's a reason for that. And I, he told me when I was there once, and I don't remember what it was, but. Um, wow. Lot, you won't find fancy C M machine C machines. It's all very hand done, and uh, there, there's there's micrometer stands all over the place on on plates for for checking checking parts, and things are running. The place is ho- humming and hopping, and it's only about two or three guys that keep it going all the time. Uh, cool business, and uh, glad to have him uh, carve out some time tonight and spend it with us.
2: Oh no, absolutely. So you got
0: any rants for tonight? I kind of spent it on the light and limiteds and any TPA division five, not
2: I got a little bit of one and it's going to be a short one. All right. If you're not involved with the club, if you have no urge to be involved in a club, if you live more than 200 miles from a club, keep your mouth out of what goes on with the club and what the rules are decided to be. I know this is teeing off into a subject.
3: We said we were going to do a short show.
2: Oh, mm. You can keep out of this, but I'm sorry. If you live in Kentucky, you're highly unlikely going to come to a poll in Michigan on a regular basis. I'm feeding him. I'm feeding him, Nick, and you can see it. He's getting ready to trip. The fuse is lit, boys. I'm on the launch pad. The countdown started. You know, I'm getting tired of it. You guys need to just realize the pole club existed before you. The pole club will exist after you. You are not the only reason they exist. Oh, my God. Am I pressing buttons right now? No, you're not pressing buttons. I'm (laughs) you're preaching to the choir over here, and I got so much more to pile on with we're going to keep it a mild rant I'm okay. probably not even going to raise my voice I might but pull your head out of your asses realize you're not special that you're not going to get a cookie you're not going to get a participation ribbon Mommy will still hug you when you get home and tell you what a great job you did tonight but guess what I'm not going to do it the pole club's not going to do it thank you for coming out but adhere to our rules And that's it. We're not going to change the rules because your truck down in Kentucky can run a full weight box and we can't up here. And I'm, yeah, that's, there's a lot more that could go into this and I'm not going to because it's career suicide. But there was a lot of whining that went on in a discussion board involving Michigan tractor pulling from people from Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, places far-reaching beyond Michigan for something that had to deal with just strictly Michigan. And man, were the opinions flowing quite heavily on something they know nothing about, the local politics, what goes into putting on these events? Michigan tractor pullers, or Michigan truck and tractor pullers, thumb tractor pullers. You're big groups. Wolverine tractor pullers. They give you the rules. You build a truck to fit the rules. And that's what you run. I don't care if you live two hours out of state and think that you should be allowed to run 37-inch tires. Your opinion doesn't matter. You don't reside in Michigan. You're not going to be a regular competitor. I understand you might be up here on a family vacation to come out and check out one of our beautiful Great Lakes that we have. That's cool. Bring your truck. We'll let you make a pass. It'll be an exhibition pass, but you can make a pass. But we're not going to put you in our points class if your truck doesn't fit the rules. Now, there's a lot more that goes into this, and I'm not going to dive into it. Charles, tee off. I
0: want people to understand something very important. It's not that we're being insular and provincial in our thought processes when we say something like that. What it has to do with is understand how a pulling event comes together. Step outside the confines of your toe mirrors flipped out and your front and rear bumper. A Pulling Association has to go to a fair convention in January. They have to go around to various venues and cultivate relationships to gain a contract for that event to appear. And they can't do it on Unicorns, Butterflies, and Sunshine. You can't sell a class because you might come. You might. You might travel up here. We're surrounded on three sides by water. I might go to Mars. Inconvenient for and, and difficult to expect someone to do so, but you might come up and pull with us and we'll welcome you with open arms. I really sincerely wish that you would. But I recognize the logistical and the pragmatic problems with doing so. On any given weekend, you're gonna find an event on your side of the state line that's closer, pays probably the same amount of prize money. And you're not going to come here. You can't sell a class to a fair board who will book it on ifs and maybes. We've got to sell it based on what we've got here. And if it's the will and the the desire of the 8 or 10 or 12 guys who are here to do something that is in a way, shape, matter, or form somehow bastardizing the commonly held standard for a class, then we're going to do it. Because that's how we sell the class, and make sure those guys show up, and pull, and put on a show for the fans. I've heard the argument for a long time that standardization across for rule books should, should be done and pursued because it's a good thing. And in principle, on paper, I agree with the notion. But when the rubber meets the road out there in the state where you've got to sell polls and sell events, if it doesn't fly and it doesn't attract the attention that you need to sell that class, that goes out the window. I recognize that standardized parts maybe might bring and this was a fair this was a point that was brought up to me and it's a fair one. Standardization might bring parts costs down. It might, but how many guys
2: are making 2.5 Very turbos? Very unlikely. Very unlikely cuz you know what them parts not, guys still want to make the top dollar. They're going to make, gonna the make top them dollar. cheaper. Don't give me no, that shit. No, they're not. Shit. And they're not now they run, know they got a captive market.
0: They got a captive market and they're not they're not running high volume. This isn't OEM. This isn't production. They're not going to stock on the shelf 20 turbochargers in hopes they can sell them. Because if they don't, six months from now, they're
2: obsolete and they're junk. This is an outlaw where everybody had. I don't care what class it is, even pro stock. The class is known for box charger as big a charger as you want and NTP and PPL. Over there, you're limited to a 4.8 box stock charger that the guy right next to you has, the guy three hooks down is going to have... That's a west of the Mississippi thing. It doesn't exist It's a great here. thing. It's a great thing. It's great. I agree. That's wonderful. Even with a claim or a rule, even better. But it doesn't fly here. I mean, I understand. I love watching the big five, five and a half, six inch Chargers run.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But the more I've been involved and the more bullshit and politics and stuff that really does not make the sport fun, but... Let's face it, kind of is required, just not required, but comes along with it. It shouldn't be required because there's no reason for the shit that's gone on in the past six months. And I'm going to say it that way six months.
0: Yeah, it's been all of that. Well, like
2: so many of these arguments it go back need even to older to than that. It doesn't need to exist. But no, it's not going to drive parts cost down. Give no, give me a goddamn, goddamn no. break. That one, that one really
0: doesn't fly necessarily for me because the volume's not there behind it. Cool but at least, story, bro. No, I got to, I got to give, I got to give credit where it's due. It was presented. Oh, no, it was, was a, a great idea. A great idea. It was presented in a fair way, and it was up for consideration. I did think about it, but you know, it, especially and it was, it was held within the context of turbochargers specifically, and I just don't feel, I feel like things progress too fast in the turbo realm. Where people are not running companies that do build them are not running a stock. They don't have them on the shelf, so there isn't the volume discount. Head studs,
2: bearings, uh, rods. You mean twenty over bearings? You're going to be twenty over bearings next year too? Yeah, exactly. Something where you every
0: engine needs several of them, and I won't pin a number on it, but several of them. All right, there's 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 cost advantages to be had in volume production. Turbos probably isn't one of them. Injectors. Probably isn't one of them. Fuel pumps probably isn't one of them. And those they will always be the, the cost cost for what you get, the leaders. No, and it's which is now we're getting into we're getting into some sidetracking of some minutiae or separate and apart from the original rant. The original idea is look, if there's a regionalization of a rule book, it's for a reason. It's because that association has to sell a show.
2: Yep. And they're a regional club mm-hmm. ever think of that no you guys won't ttpa is on not... your 6.4 bumper
0: ttpa oh, wait, is not doing that out? out loud ttpa is not going out and trying to book polls in ohio kentucky indiana cotpc is not trying to book polls in burrville michigan they're just not so they're different because they have to appeal to the people who are gonna follow the tour and give that association a sellable event a
2: sellable class. If you can't sell a show, your truck that you're building, that's going to be so super badass that you can run the Bob series with Ncotpa and go to Mickendo and what, wherever. Take Guess it, what? Take it to it Rudy's. Take it to TS. Take it, it to Shy. It don't Shide. matter if it's not sellable in your own backyard here. No.
3: Hot, Unless think- you like
2: spend a ton of money on hotel rooms there's
0: there's classes in this area this this region of the uh, in Michigan that have died because we get down to two or three tractors trucks competitors, whatever we wash whatever. it with the hot diesel hot, hot diesel's dead here there there is no 3.0 class here um Michigan truck and tractor pullers have kept it alive and they do have some trucks but in the sense that it's thought of, numbers In the sense that it's thought of in Ohio Or Indiana or Wisconsin No there, there is not a 3.0 presence here uh, Let's go right to the top of the food chain In Michigan What the hell is a super stock tractor Do you see any The last one that was owned in this state On a grand national level Is being run by guys in Wisconsin
2: Yeah Yeah
0: and the last two diesel supers, both the owners are kind of pissed that there's nothing left for them. Yeah. What's, they're, they're, what's a super stock in Michigan anymore? That doesn't exist here. Let's I hate it, it,
2: but it's gone. Let's face it. Dibley's is the only one really left. And... Well, and Dibley's are out of it. Wilbur owns the whole thing, and, and Wilbur's not too happy either. No. I mean, it's... And even then, you're dealing with a tractor that it's a good running tractor, but... It's uh late 80s, early nineties. And Wilbur tractor. will be the
0: first to tell you he doesn't have the budget to run. No. On that on, on that super huge level. But that's where state polling went. And you know what? If you want if you're if you're blowing smoke in Michigan, you're super farm. You just are. That's what you've got. Yeah, there's no light pro. There's no 4.1 limited pro. No. Pro stocks, there's there's Borsons and Tom Harmon. That's it. Yep. We've already talked about super stock. So if you want to throw smoke, there is one, maybe two uh,
2: light well, pros in well, the southern Henry's part of the state. Well, supposedly going to be rolling Radical out as a pro stock, so...
0: Okay. Yes, I did, yes. Henry Smith, so. I, did,
2: I did hear that, and he's got the original Snake.
0: I forgot about them, yeah. You're right. After that, it's light-limited Super, and on the diesel side of that coin, there's four or five between East Michigan and West? Four, diesel... Lindemann, Velker...
2: Uh, uh, um, smuggy smuggy and, um what's her name bechtels bechtels yes
0: everybody else is alcohol
2: yeah
0: oh no not true um there's one more and i can't picture southwest michigan oh i'm sorry my name your name's escaping me right now international that's diesel in west michigan with mttp i'm so sorry he hasn't
2: made the trip over here yet. no
0: i and i can picture the whole tractor everything i've met him i've talked to the guy <laughs> brain brain fade but anyway you see where we're going
2: anyway so, so it's the regionalization and the needs of our locale you know what we're gonna wrap this up yep. we, we're running out of time but quit thinking about yourselves is all i gotta say and that's not taking a jab at any one person and yeah there's some there's stuff that's going on and this is as far as i'm going to reference this There's stuff that's gone on in the past month in certain classes that we are not going to take a stance on as Sidetrack productions one way or another because it's suicide for us no matter which way we turn. So please do not bring this up to us at polls. Do not bring this up in a private conversation with us. Do not email us, Facebook us, anything on what's going on And those local listeners understand what we're talking about. Please do not bring this up or put us in that situation because you'll get the same answer from Charles. So you woke from me that... I'll talk to you about it in five years. We're not touching it. We're not going there. We have our opinions. But there's three people who know our opinions. And once I get done with this conversation, we might freely talk about them. But you will never hear them. So with that... We're going to wrap up the show. Stay tuned next week. Make sure I think Carl will be on. I have to let him know yet. So, <laughs> But with that, Charles is going to take a break uh, from the show for next week. He's got yep. to get everything wrapped up. But guess, with that, yeah. thank you, Nick. Life Media Studios, as always, here at 1 Half Radio Plaza. Blowing the top off thing, as always. So my name's Armstead.
0: My name is Posh.
2: You're not going to call yourself Meyer today? Oh, and this is Meyer. There we go. So with that, have a great night, and thanks for listening, guys.
1: That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.
3: Get out my trailer. I want you out.